Paul's Call is brought to you by Brooklyn Betting. For the best sleep ever, go to brooklynbetting.com. Hey, it's your call, man. Oh, no, it's your call. On strike. No, I got it's your call. Doing it's your call. Hey, nitwits. It's Paul's Call. Look, don't bring the BS here on Paul's Call. Capiche? Baloney. He doesn't stand for baloney. You can be the number one ranked golfer in the world, and we're still turning on the lie detector. Jerry, it's not a lie if you believe it. Give me the soundbite where Dustin Johnson was asked about the $15 million purse for winning the FedEx Cup as we go poly polygraph. At this stage in my career, I'm fortunate enough where I don't need to think about that. It's all about, you know, winning and, and the trophies. Uh, you know, the money's not, I don't, I don't really care about that. Uh, I want to win tournaments and I want to win trophies. Yeah. Just stop it. I mean, it's not even a major. And you're putting that trophy Ahead of $15 million. Big, big check. The amount of money I'm going to be making would hurt your parents' feelings. In fact, Dustin Johnson was actually asked, What motivates you more, the purse or the prestige? Probably the prestige. Uh, nope. For sure. Uh, nope. Just because being a FedEx Cup champion is something that you know, I really wanted to do. I wanted to hold that trophy at the end of the day. That's cool. And just because you can buy anything you want does not mean that we're buying your answer no 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 so you tell the whole truth the truth or you get the sawed off shotgun of sports sports takes and the west virginia hall of fame in whose direction goal at the one great game wolfley touchdown west virginia our own Ron Wolfley with a weekend Ball. fullback dive right into the mountaineers hall of fame Ball. am i here right now you need two paul i'll get you two you I need mean, four, pa- I'll get you two. Wait, who was it that stole it again on Monday Night Football? It was Leroy Horde. <laughs> it was Leroy Horde. Yeah. He stole- said, oh, you need three, I'll get right. you three. You need five, I'll get you three. Stole your quote, told it to John Madden, who told the story on Monday Night Football, and credited Leroy Horde. you got to so- be kidding me, Leroy. Yeah. Anyway, so Paul going in with John Ross, Paul, who is the two-time national champion of rifle at West Virginia. That's right. Okay, so Wolf gets a ding. Paul, he plotted there. All right, Paul. Uh, The only thing we can see bigger than that news for you, Wolf, would be your college shoulder pads. That set up a bullying score by fullback Ron Wolfley, which nodded the score at 10 after 30 minutes. Of course, not everyone is on board. With your selection, there are haters. Uh, we we reached Larry for his reaction. Don't take it personal. Me and Wolf always get into it. He went to an inferior school than I did. Oh, <laughs> you know, most okay, of the most of the people that went to school that don't have their teeth. Oh, Larry, I have my teeth. Well, um, Wolf, you sure? First, there's that rip job. Okay, an anvil slam. Here's the thing, um, Wolf. Are, you want to come clean? Should I tell Larry what you're missing right now? Oh just my goodness, Paul! I'm okay. getting an implant. I'm just. All right. There's Have there's a reason why implant, Wolf sat a, on one side of the TV set yesterday. Let's just put it that way. His life, Doug, has now come full circle here, imitating the art that is the West Virginia stereotype. Oh. What that witness had to say. It sounded like a beer can getting flattened. It just was crunch. It was. I hate to say it, it was kind of cool. That's a real eyewitness from a uh, real news story, by the way. You know, bottom line, that's that poor girl's new car, and she can't get to school now. That's a West Virginia resident, just to let you know. Knock it off. Uh, Forget all that. Can we please advance here? Uh, Can we please talk week one? 
Paul talks to football players and tries to stay out of the way. It's the Pauly Pigskin Report. Yeah, Pauly Pigskin Report. Time for some Niners notes. That's why they're called the 40 Whiners, because they're always whining about something. That's a Raiders fan. Paul, are you going to the game, Paul? Are you? I, I will be there. Oh, yes. interesting, Paul. They say the heavyweight highlight of Niners camp, Nick Bosa against Trent Williams. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. According to reports, after the two heavyweights squared off a few times one-on-one, Nick Bosa told Jimmy G, you know what? You're all good on your blind side. Ding, ding, ding. The seal of approval from Nick Bosa on seven-time Pro Bowler Trent Williams and that Jimmy G won't end up Jimmy IR or Jimmy ACL again from the left tackle who replaced Joe Staley. So there's that. And then there's Trent Williams telling the Niners media that he's been thinking about his Chandler Jones matchup since April. He's been watching film on Chandler for five months and that sometimes he has a hard time sleeping thinking about this Sunday against the 19-sack man. When I saw Russell Wilson, I had a clear shot at him, and all I could think about was take him down, and if I do take him down, I'll have a Ph.D. in back wax. <laughs> well, maybe, so, Paul, you could go ahead and ask him when you're there. By the way, uh, there's uh, news out of Niners camp that Javon Kinlaw uh, reports say he has struggled in one-on-one pass rush drills. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> that he got by in college playing bully ball because he's bigger and stronger, but in the NFL he's been neutralized in pass rush drills, so he's working on his technique and his mechanics. That's not a good start for their first-round pick, I'm just going to say. Mm. Better not we- be going to Skomas, Paul. Can we advance again, Maloney, please? Uh, is there some rule around here that uh, – that Wolf is the only one who can tell stories around here. <laughs> the rules are there. Because I've got a story based on news over the weekend, and it's going to be told. Oh, wow. There I was. Here we go. A young Polly Pencilneck, summer intern for Channel 11 in San Jose, right? There am I pursuing my path in life. Don't Have salon-quality hair and read the news. Okay. Back in the days of this week in baseball <laughs> and the theme. Thing is, the News 11 sports director, he wasn't the most organized dude that I worked for. I mean, it was always something. I can't find it. The hell with it. Out of nowhere, he looks at me, he goes, oh, bleep. Dang, nabbit. He says, I forgot to set up a car service. You got to run downtown and pick up our guests for Sports Extra tonight. And I'm like, all right, well, uh, uh, who, who, who am I picking up? He looks me dead in the eye, leans forward, pauses for effect, and in real dramatic fashion, he says... Lou Brock. Oh. Say my name. Eisenberg. You're damn right. The legend, Paul. And what he really meant was, hey, kid, you're picking up Lou Brock. Don't mess it up. Mm. Thing is, I wasn't authorized to drive a station car. There was no Channel 11 <laughs> news van for you. Nothing for you. Right. I had to take my own ride. Well, what good was thing. It, Paul? What were you driving? I had just spent the weekend. Thanks for asking, Wolf. I had just spent the weekend washing, waxing, detailing my '66 Ford Mustang GTK Hypo with pony interior. That <laughs> I say, all right, all right, all right. You are so white collar. But what would Lou Brock say? As my boxers started to bunge, I'm driving over. I'm 19 years old. I'm in an old muscle car. I'm picking up the greatest base stealer of all time because this was still a few years before up the road in Oakland, Ricky being Ricky. But today, I'm the greatest of all time. Thank you. So. Legend. I drive over to the hotel. Lou Brock is waiting. He's definitely surprised to see Paulie Punk get out of the car. <laughs> he looks the car over up and down, left and right. He nods, gives that Lou Brock smile. Dang, that was lucky. I go to open the door for Lou. He says, nah, don't worry about that. Save that for your girlfriend, young man. He didn't Nicest say that, did he? dude ever. 
Did he we really had a fif- say that, Paul? We had a 15-minute ride. <laughs> he called me by my first name the whole time. What up, Carl Rizzi? <laughs> Lou asked me if I knew baseball. I said, well, I played in high school, and if I could play like you, I'd still be playing. So pathetic. It's a lame joke. And then Lou himself actually brought up the Ernie Brolio trade as if it was the elephant in the room because it's still known as probably the single worst trade in baseball history, and we'll forget Buster Olney on that. He, he confirmed it. We don't have time for all that. So, anyway, you had Lou Brock. <laughs> and he, I'll just wrap it up by saying this much. Lou, uh, after the show, after the taping, took a taxi back to the hotel. <laughs> and to this day, I'm still not sure if I should have taken that personal or not. You're taking this very personal. You drove too slow, Paul. That's what it was. And by the way, Doug, I tracked down that old car about five years ago. I bought it back, finished restoring it. Now really? every time somebody, now every time somebody rides shotgun in that car, I tell them, "Hey, you know who sat right there? Lou Stinking Brock." <laughs> <Lame drama. laughs> well, I wow. like this story. This is good. Yeah. Wow. I you, could. Uh, you ought to tell more, Paul. I could tell you another story right now. You guys want another story? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's call. That'll do it. Get in the Thank way. you, Paul.